Welcome on in. It is the final out sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you after another Phil's win tonight down at Citizens Bank Park. It was a little tight for most of the game. Uh, Patrick Gordon walked seven Phillies, and they didn't make him pay. And it, it, it felt like it was kind of trending towards a frustrating loss, but they came through and they got the job done and came out of there unscathed and took three or four from the Washington Nationals, um, even coming off the no-hitter last night. Uh, welcome on, Jack Fritz. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. If you're leaving the ballpark, would love from here. Love to hear from you. Um, again, it's so weird. The crowd's been great all year. These last two nights, it's like all of a sudden it's you know it's still over thirty, but it's not the like thirty-seven, thirty-eight. It's more closer to to thirty. Uh, I wonder if it's because of a little bit of a Nationals fatigue and, and whatnot. But still, uh, if you're leaving the game, would obviously love to hear from you. Let's get to the biggest takeaway of the game. Brought to you by Morgan & Morgan. The biggest takeaway of the game, and I kind of just mentioned on it there, you know, they won a game where they just didn't have it, you know. And I, I think it was a natural letdown spot for this team. You have the, the emotional high of last night between the Weston Wilson home run and then Nick Cassianos home runs, and then obviously Michael Lorenzen going out and doing his thing. Um, you know, it was it was a it was an emotional night, and I'm sure they were up late or or, or they were, they stayed a little bit longer after to, to celebrate the night that Lorenzen had, and and you know they, they kind of came out a little bit sluggish tonight. And I mean that's pretty normal. The Phillies, after Roy Halladay's perfect game in 2010, lost the next night one nothing to the Marlins. So it's it's a natural letdown spot in a 160 uh, you know two game season. It, it, it felt like that. I mean they they could have blown it open early. You know they had bases loaded, no outs, and they didn't make the Nationals pay, which was just annoying. Um, and then really you know it wasn't even like Corbin was good. He, he allowed one hit. But he had seven walks. They just couldn't do anything with it um, until our guy and uh, the stat is out there. He's got like over an 1100 OPS since the the standing ovation on on Friday night. Looks like he's playing a free and easy style of baseball. And yet again, the the Phils down one nothing and and in a big spot. Trey Turner comes up with our Mike's amazing play of the game. Here's Trey Turner. Double play depth on the infield. And the pitch, swing, and a high fly, deep left field. Back and out of room is Garrett. And the Phillies have the lead as Trey Turner extends his hitting streak with a two-run home run. That turns this game in the Phillies' favor. It's Turner's 12th of the year. Two to one, Phillies. That is our Mike's Amazing play of the game, presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil of the Phillies. Trey Turner, I mean, he he looks more comfortable. I mean, even something as as small as the the post game interviews, he looks more comfortable. You know, like, I think early in the season he didn't love getting water dumped on him and all that stuff, but you know, part of that is is kind of team building and, and and that's camaraderie. And when you have the young guys with the the energy that they have, and they want to mess with the old older guy, even though Trey Turner's like thirty. Sometimes you got to let them do it and, and let those guys shine. And, um, you know, it, it's been so rejuvenating. It's been great. And, you know, seeing his turnaround and, and ha- seeing him have these home runs in, in big spots. I mean, the home run on Saturday, 
was a big spot. They were down in that game, and it was trending towards like, oh, my gosh, are we going to lose a series to the Royals um, tonight? You know, it felt like it was kind of trending towards <laughs> like the Phillies had a no hitter. They had short red of a two run or a two homer game. And it was like, really, after all this, they're going to split hits that home run and, and, and the floodgates sort of open there. So Trey Turner, he also, uh, uh, and now last night he had a couple uh, bleeders get in that obviously helped him get some hits, but he did smoke a ball in the first inning tonight. So it wasn't like he just had the home run and that was it. He also smoked the ball early that C.J. Abrams went up and got. So uh, he just continues to look like a really good player. And, and the fact that it seemed uh, it's, it's too early to say a fact, but it seems like we might be getting the Trey Turner that we paid for for uh, the, the, the stretch run here, which is just an unbelievable turn of events. Because if you told me that I was going to get anything from Trey Turner this year uh, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, I was saying, no way. Like it's, it's, it's okay. It's a lost season. I'm not giving up on the contract, but I was not at the point where I was saying, yeah, he can totally turn this around. And whether it was the ovations, whether or not they, whether it wasn't the ovations, I, I, I just, I'm a firm believer that what happened over the weekend and, and kind of getting that weight lifted off his shoulders and to where he doesn't feel like he has to almost like a, a, a you know, doesn't, feel like himself in his home ballpark, I think obviously the fans kind of releasing that tension there, I, I think it's really, really helped him play. It's been great. And he's batting 385 since Friday, 1,100 uh, OPS, all that stuff. It's been a really, really good run for Trey Turner. My second big takeaway from the night is we, we've talked about this a lot. You know, Alec Bohm batting two, but it just continues to pay dividends. I mean, in six and a half runs a game, with him batting second, um, again, just everything just looks like it. It, it just fits and, and works more. So six and a half ish runs um, a game with him batting two. And the other thing about the offense, and I know it sounds simplistic to say this, but <laughs> you're seeing the importance of hitting the ball out of the ballpark with the run that Phillies are on right now. I mean, they've only lost once. Uh, in their last seven games. They're six and one in the last seven. And tell me what the correlation here is. Tonight, three homers. Last night, three homers. Uh, game one the other night, or the other day, four homers. The loss at night, one homer. Uh, on Sunday, three homers. Saturday, three homers. Like, like this is this is the formula. They have to be able to hit home runs. And it's a direct correlation between winning games and hitting home runs. Do 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 more home runs equal a world championship? No. I think you have to do multiple things to win a world championship well. Um, but it just helps so much rather than having to, to string together a, a bunch of base hits or walks. Like early in the game, I mean, they had seven walks and didn't score a run. That's because they, they weren't doing any damage and they had one hit. So they have to consistently hit the ball at the ballpark. It was good to see, um, you know, some of the guys getting in on the action tonight um, and and doing their part. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Last takeaway from the open here, and then again, we'd love to, to to get to your phone calls. Is I thought Aaron Nola was just okay tonight. You know, I think if that was a a more competent roster, we don't get uh, you know the the outing that we got from him. It, it's he's just he's just lab, lab, laboring out there. Um, it, 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 nothing looks like he's comfortable. He looks like he's still fighting the pitch clock. He looked a little hot tonight. 
Um, and just his body language is just – it feels like he doesn't really have much kind of confidence in his stuff right now. And I wanted to put him back out there for the sixth. I thought that was a mistake by Rob Thompson, but I get it. He's trying to, to put faith in his guy and saying, hey, no, you're on a bit of a roll here. Go get it done. But once uh, Keeper Ruiz was up, it felt like a natural spot to bring, bring Matt Strom in. So, um, you know, he was, he was fine – I just, again, much like with Trey Turner, uh, at least two weeks ago, I was like, I don't really see this happening. The problem is, is that Aaron Nola is just so, so important for this team. And, and Rob Thompson the other day on with Joe and John, you know, he's talking about how it's essentially an open competition for the, the starting spot behind behind Zach Wheeler. I mean, that, that's, at the, that's the point that we're at with Aaron Nola that – just to, the idea of him pitching in the postseason is even being called into question by his manager, who easily could have said, we have confidence in Aaron Nola. He's going to turn this around, and we believe in him. That's a pretty brutally honest honest answer from Rob Thompson. So uh, it's something that clearly has their antenna up, um, and he just he's not pitching to that, that caliber that we've seen the last couple of years. And – the offense is clicking. I think that's a good sign. Bullpen, for the most part, pretty good. I'll get to some more thoughts on here on that here in a second. But the one big difference between this year's team and last year's team is that last year's team had two horses and two aces. And this year's team has one. And even Zach Wheeler hasn't been as good as um, you know the last couple of years. I know Taiwan Walker is winning a ton of games, but I feel like that's more of a product of his offense picking him up. Um Michael Lorenzen, obviously no hitter and, and eight innings in his first two starts. It's a pretty good start. We'll see how he goes uh, down the stretch run here. His ERA is 3.23, so it's like, yeah, I would hope that he's in the rotation. Ranger has been up and down. Hey, maybe Lorenzen can be that guy. I think that's a, a bit of a, a stretch, but maybe he can be. I, I, it's just that's the one sticking point to you know this, this kind of team right now because – Everything else is kind of falling into place. The the offense is falling into place. Bullpen's been pretty good. Um, the the electricity down at the ballpark is is there. It's just the starting staff, and it's and it's Nola, and it's just it's hard to trust them. He he was he he kind of did his job tonight. I would have liked to see him go deeper against the Nationals. There was a lot of deep counts, a lot of three two counts. Doesn't look like he has much confidence in his in his in his pitches laboring, fighting himself. Um, man, it's just if if he could just if he could just figure it out, this whole thing, this whole thing starts moving in a really, really fun direction. It still is. It's it's been great. It's just they need that guy to figure it out. And he's just not doing it right now. And if we look back on this season and they come up short and you know they don't reach the the, the goals that we have set for him, I just have this feeling it's going to come back to Aaron Nola. And uh, it, we might be just, just be getting this, this 9 Hamels year for him, from him, him, but it's like, man, it is just frustrating to go through. I'd still give him the ball in a postseason series, but that's getting tougher and tougher to believe, you know, as the, as the days go on here and the starts go on. Um, and my other thought on the starting staff, or on the, on the pitching staff, 
is that, listen, I think Junior Marte is an interesting arm. I think he's got some really good stuff. I would like to see him just try to throw it down the middle and let his stuff kind of work, but whatever. Uh, like every time every time JT sets up on a corner, I'm like, you don't have to do that. Just set up down the middle and see what happens. Uh, I just – I think Andrew Bellotti should be in that spot over him. Um, I mean, Andrew Bellotti was pitching in, in playoff games last year. He's you know kind of up in AAA right now. He hasn't been great since being sent back down, but also he kind of just had one – Real blow-up outing up there in Lehigh. So I, I, I just – I think he's enticing, and I and, and I understand it, but it's just – it's it's not consistent enough. It's a lot of, you know, three-ball counts, walks. Um, you know, it's like a one, two, three junior Marte outing seems borderline impossible unless he's closing a game out in Oakland. Um, and it's just – he's a little bit too risky for me. And I just think if Bellotti was here, I'd feel more comfortable in that spot in a sixth one game in the eighth to where all of a sudden I don't, I don't have to start worrying if they're going to blow that game. I, I would bring up Andrew Bellotti for Junior Marte starting tomorrow. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Mac is in Phoenixville. What's happening, Mac? Fred. What's going how on, man? Oh, no complaint. Listen, I listen to High Hopes, man. Um, glad to hear you uh, getting some more time. So, uh, big fan. I got to appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Um, Seltzer, not so much, but you know, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) No, I got two things quick um, and I'll let you roll. But the the, the biggest thing for me, this one felt like this game tonight, it felt like a lot like um, when the Eagles played the Chargers back in 17, right? Like they were doing okay, but not great. You know, not really a lot to write home about, but they got the job done, right? Mm -hmm. Like to me, that's the the way I look at this one tonight, right? Like Nola was, eh. Um, you know, but they had um, just enough from the boys that, that, that they got it figured out. And for me, you were, you were mentioning um, kind of how you're concerned about NOLA. For me, I think how we're different from last year is um, you just are able to give, when you have both Lorenzen and Suarez doing well, you can give NOLA a way shorter leash in the playoffs to where you can start him, you know. If he struggles in the third, you can go to a Lorenzen and say gobble up two and two thirds or Suarez, if you have a pocket of lefties, like the Phillies are big on like matchups, you know? So to me, it's like, yeah, you would like to see them do more, but the reality is you're not sure you're going to bring Nola back next year. Um, You know, you don't know how that's going to play itself out. And you know, next year Harper is going to be better from a power standpoint. I mean, you see how he's doing slightly better now. Um, Reality is he's going to be back to his, we expect normal production next year. Um, So I think they can make it back this year. I'd be really happy if they did, obviously. Mm-hmm. But my expectation is, like, the Phillies' best swing at this thing is when they get Harper fully healthy, Trey out of this th- these doldrums he's in, like first year getting situated, and then you get Stott, Bowman, Marsh. And remember, they're winning without Marsh right now. Marsh mm-hmm. is batting, like, 285. So, like, this is one of those deals where they're winning games that it's not pretty, it's not flashy, like they're not playing at their best. But, like, these are games we've seen them lose, like, all the time last year. And this is how they got in to be the last team in the playoffs last year because they would lose games like this that were there for the taking. So I think there's way more positive than negative when oh, you yeah. look at it. Totally. Totally, Mac. And I appreciate the call. 100%. You know, I've said it a couple times. They haven't really reached their ceiling yet. And tonight is encouraging. They didn't play their best. And, you know, they got the big hit from Trey, and I think that kind of um, opened – things up and let them calm down a little bit but yeah i mean and also i i I give them the benefit of the doubt i mean like 
Lorenzen threw a no-hitter last night. They're up late. It's it's 100% a, a letdown spot there. Um, but they still were able to come out on top. And they are playing pretty good baseball. Their stars are starting to come out of it. Um, and we'll get into one of the big questions with the team uh, coming up on the other side because it's it's one of the big storylines from tonight. Seemed like a positive update from Rob Thompson postgame, but we'll get to some thoughts on that. And all of your phone calls coming up next here on the final out. One ball, one strike. The pitch. Swung on, hit well. Right center, high and deep. And that one is going to go. JT Romuto gets in on it. It's his 14th home run of the season. Over the out-of-town scoreboard, a two-run shot of his own. And the Phillies breaking it open. They lead it 6-1. to one. Welcome on back. It is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you, reacting to a Phil's win tonight over the Washington Nationals down at Citizens Bank Park. That is our player of the game, which is brought to you by South Jersey Gas, committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch at southjerseygas.com slash lovemyhome. JT, hopefully everything's fine with his hand late. I mean, he got, he got hit in the, in the ninth, which, which is not great. Um, but, I mean, he's two for two tonight. He had two walks and that home run. And, you know, JT, when he is thinking opposite field and he's looking to do, to do damage driving the ball the opposite way, that's the best version of JT Real Muto because that's when you know he's locked in. And, you know, for, all, for how well the Stars have been doing recently, Schwarber, Cassianos, Harper, um, Trey, JT feels like he gets left out of that conversation, but he's a $25 million a year player, and he's been batting in the 240s for it feels like a good stretch here. Um, he's had a couple off days he, um, you know, over the last week-ish, um, and you just – if you get him – now, he's not as important, I don't think, as like – now that Bohm is batting two, it, it feels like it kind of settled the lineup down. Um, so when you have like Schwarber with the chance to hit the ball out every single time he, he goes up the plate, boom, pretty consistent. Harper looks great. Um, Castellanos looks great. Bryson Stott looks great. Turner looks back to being really good. Like JT feels more like a luxury at this point. It's kind of like Castellanos in that lineup last year, even though Castellanos was batting four, you don't really notice JT. Like it felt like at, at a lot of points this year, I felt like I noticed every single time Trey got out. And when Cassianos was in that 11 for 94 stretch or whatever it was, it felt like you could just feel it. I haven't really felt that with JT. Um, but again, I mean, he is, he's like the silver slugger for catchers. Like this is, he's the, the best catcher in baseball. Um, and if he can just get going along with everyone else in this offense, I mean, obviously you just start dreaming on what they could be. We know that they're not going to do it every single night, but I thought tonight it was a good sign that even – when they didn't have their 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 best stuff, it didn't seem like, and they came out a little uh, a little flat, and they still hit the ball the ballpark. JT had one, Castellanos had a beautiful home run, and obviously Trey continu- continuing his hot streak uh, since getting the standing ovations. And they have to hit the ball the ballpark, especially at Citizens Bank Park, and they're they're pummeling some bad pitching, and um, it could have easily been a sweep. Frankly, all these games, I mean, they could have swept the Royal Series and took in, uh, a sweep from the Nationals here. Obviously, that's baseball. It's not always going to work that way. Um, the worst teams win 60-plus games a year. So 
yeah, I, I it was it, 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 I'm glad they ended up just just opening the floodgates and going tonight and and just hoping that JT can get going. Now, the biggest question off of tonight is the status of Bryce Harper. Now, Rob Thompson said post game it's day to day. I would and this is not a, a criticism of Rob Thompson. I would love to believe what they say about injuries, but it feels like multiple times this year they're like, yeah, he's fine, and then he the, he ends up on the IL. I mean, it's happened with Alvarado, the painter thing. Um, it happened with. I mean, I'll never forget. You know, I I was at, at WIP and I was watching the game on my computer when Reese went down, and the first thought is obviously it was towards Achilles or towards ACL. Um, and then and then Rob Thompson like the seventh inning is like, yeah, I saw him like. Sprinting around the clubhouse, I think he's fine. He didn't say that. He said he's walking, but still, you know, he's like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we dodge, dodge something here. Um, I don't know. I, I hope that Bryce is perfect, is fine. Um, I would anticipate this probably takes him out of playing first base for the weekend, and maybe even a little bit longer. They have two off days next week, so maybe they just kind of shelf the first base thing here for a little bit. He had the uh, the error tonight, even though it was you know, hit off the ba- it hit off the base. So I'm not sure how much was totally on him, but yeah, I, I you hope it's just back spasms. He's had back issues in the past. When you're as violent of a swinger as Bryce is, I mean, this was gonna happen. It, it, you know, it, he he swings the bat really hard. So um, you know, he's been able to stay relatively healthy from that standpoint. I just hope he's okay. I I would anticipate this probably takes him out of playing the field for a little bit because they want to make sure his bat stays in the lineup and keep him as fresh as possible. But um, overall, hope that Bryce is okay. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Steve is in Egg Harbor Township. What's happening, Steve? How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'll tell you, you know, I'm listening to you, and I don't know if we need Aaron Noah or not. All we need is another pitcher to step up. And why can't it be this guy, Lorenzen? I mean, in his last, like, nine starts, he's given up 11 earned runs. That's that's pretty darn good um, for 11 starts. I mean, obviously, we see what he's done the last two games for us, and he's new to the National League. Well, he's not really new because he was in Cincinnati. But this guy obviously had some confidence in himself because when he went to Detroit, I was listening to the radio the other night, and somebody specifically said, you know, when they offered, uh, when Detroit offered him a contract, he says, I'll sign with you as long as you really give me an opportunity to start. And they did. And he's obviously, he went to the All-Star game, I know, was with Detroit, and he didn't have a great record. But his ERA's been good all year, and we've seen what he's done for us. Yeah, and, and, and Steve, I never said he couldn't be. I just, you know, I, we'll see. Um, so, you know, I, 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 he's pitched to a 3-2-3. He's been really good. He threw a no-hitter. He had, uh, you know, eight innings of, of one-run ball in his outing against the Marlins. Like, Listen, if Michael Lorenzen turns into that guy, awesome. And and you have a number two starter. But even with Lorenzen possibly being a two, if you could get Aaron Nola to be Aaron Nola, it just raises the ceiling on this team or raises the floor on this team. And you can start dreaming on, okay, you have Wheeler, you have Nola, you have Lorenzen, you have Tyron Walker. We'll see with Ranger. Like, it, it just gets so much deeper. And, and – Aaron Nola was like he was fourth in the Cy Young voting last year. I would like to be able to have that guy be reliable in, in the postseason. But as this, as they you know barrel towards the playoffs, and again they are now uh, four games up, uh, or they're, they're 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 four clear of the last wild card spot, 
uh, and a game and a half up on San Francisco, you know, uh, it would be a collapse to not make the playoffs, it feels like at this point. Again, just want to point this out, nine and a half back of the Braves. Just, just, just pointing it out. Nine and a half back of the Braves, you know? Just eh, keep an eye on it. Um, you know, like I would like to be able to set a rotation. and be like, okay, well, bang, Aaron Noll is obviously starting game two for us. But as we get into the postseason conversation, that's going to be, I think, the most dominating point of conversation this last month and, and two weeks of the season is how much can we trust Aaron Noll in a playoff start? Would you give him the ball? And – and you know whether or not you're going on on past uh, success or whatever, I don't know. But that's going to be the conversation that dominates, you know, Philly's talk as we head into the postseason. Can you give Aaron Nola the ball? At this point, I'm still giving giving it to him. I, 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 Lorenzen's been great, but he, it's still Michael Lorenzen. Like maybe he's just developed into a, a, a good starter here. But if you ask me today. Aaron Nola is still in my postseason uh, rotation. He's been frustrating. It's been killer. Um, but it, he's he still has the highest upside, I believe, out of their starting pitchers besides Zach Wheeler. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. On the other side, we will look ahead to tomorrow before handing things off to Sean Bell. It's Jack Fritz here on the final out. This will be pitch number nine coming to Castellanos. LaSorsa ready and delivers. And it's swung on, hit deep, left field. Garrett back at the track, at the wall, look it up, it's gone. Castellanos with a two-run home run. What an at-bat. It's his 20th of the season. And the Phillies expand their lead. It's now 4-1. to one. I mean, what an at-bat is right. I mean, Nick Castellanos, <laughs> again, yesterday... He hits two home runs on two pitches, and then tonight he works like a ten pitch at bat. Uh, I I mean I don't know if I can count on one hand the amount of ten pitch at bats I've seen Nick Castellanos uh, having his his first two seasons as a Phil. Uh, he's an aggressive aggressive hitter, you know. I mean it is what it is. Some guys take pitches, some guys look to do damage early. Either way, I mean Nick Castellanos uh, averages back over two eighty. He's had six homers in his last 11 games, I believe. Um, and I just – it is so – I'm so happy. I am so happy that the July thing didn't just extend into the rest of the season because, um, I mean, it just it just changes everything for this team. They don't have to worry about uh, their cleanup hitter at this point. They have good protection for Bryce. Uh, by the way, speaking of Bryce, I, I misspoke. His play was changed from an error to a hit, which makes sense. I mean, it was it was a tough play, and it bounced off the bag. So um, I don't know if that was a play he got hurt on. The, the TV broadcast made it seem like it was, um, you know, um, maybe like stretching over to uh, tag, out, tag out the runner at first base. But either way, uh, changed from uh, from an error to a hit. So uh, Bryce only has one error on the season at first base. But, um, yeah, the, the Cassianos thing, is just, it's, just, it's just massive, and, and it, it helps so much. And, again, you, you, the – the the ovations were great from the standpoint that it looks like it really helped Trey, and it made him feel more comfortable and 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 again didn't have to feel you know anxiety heading into his home ballpark. But I I think one of the more underrated things that that have really helped this team and have really made this last you know week of baseball so special 
is that I think it eased a lot of tensions with with the stars on this team. And I I felt like a majority of the season, those guys were like, we got to recreate the magic of last October in every single game. And just by being able to have the crowd not feel like they're they're ganging up on you and feel like they're on top of you with every little, you know, mistake you make and instead just just kind of releasing that and letting that go. I mean, the stars have looked really, really good here for a week. And I think that's why I think that's why the, the, the vibes around the team and the vibes around the city are are so excited right now. Um, because of of how the stars are playing. Like, listen, the the bone breakout, which is, oh, I mean, like he's batting like 295 right now. <laughs> like, uh, it's just he he went from like at one point he was down to 260 something, and then bang, he's like looking to do, to to do damage on pitches early and counts and stuff. Um, and it's just morphing into finally realizing like try to drive the ball to right center field and just using is is. Uh, you know, all gap kind of power that he has. Uh, they mentioned on on the broadcast again tonight that you know he went from soft toss and he felt like he was in between pitches to uh, high velo training in in batting practice, and it, it's it's working for him. Um, he's looking to do damage on on ninety five plus, and it's been an unbelievable breakout. But like you know, bone breaking out's important, and Marsh breaking out's important. Stop. We know how great he's been, but when you get the the big track record guys going at the same time. Then you start dreaming on this thing becoming even even bigger and even better. Um, but I just think that this week has been a a just a special week where everyone and and it feels like in the city is is wrapping their arms around the team and the team is responding to it. I mean, six and one in their last seven. I know it's bad competition, but it's these kind of games that can just get you on a roll here. We know what August is. August is a lot of home games against mostly bad teams. And September, where the schedule looked a little bit more challenging, it did. I mean, it was like, oh, we got to play the Mets. We got Braves series. We got Cardinals series. <laughs> like, we got seven out of ten, our last ten against the Mets and, and a Cardinals series mixed in there to go along with two Braves series. And I, and I tweeted earlier today, and I believe it. I think the Phillies are going to win the division. I, I, I Like, the Braves have played their stars almost the whole season, and they're getting praise for that. Like, oh, my God, look at Austin Riley's playing every game, yada, yada, yada. Meanwhile, oh, my gosh, the Phillies are sitting Bryce and Stott. And, yeah, it can be frustrating to not see him out there, but there's a plan here, and there's a reason why they're doing it. And if these guys are more fresh than the Braves heading down the stretch run, you have six games against them, plus the division games, plus the Cardinals series, nine and a half games out. The division is not dead Yet. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. This is the final out, sponsored by Regency Furniture Affordable. Never looked so good. Tomorrow night, the Twins come to town. Not very often you get a twin series. Um, I mean, it feels good. The first time since, like, 2018, maybe, uh, they've, they've come to Citizens Bank Park. But either way, um, I'm just saying this, and I don't care that in his last outing, he went five innings and, and, and had a one-run ball, whatever. Dallas Keuchel has been the worst pitcher in baseball for, for like three years running, four years running. He was an automatic bet-against guy. Like, he was the easiest guy to bet against in baseball. And I know he went to driveline, and maybe he figured out some stuff at 87 miles an hour, whatever. I don't care. Um, in the five innings, he allowed eight hits. Like, he's Dallas Keuchel. He's got nothing left. So... 
Um, tomorrow is a night for the offense to show up again. I would anticipate Bryce probably not playing. Um, it's a, I mean, it is against the lefty, so maybe it's it's a night to get off. But, um, yeah, Dallas Keuchel on the mound tomorrow night. Chris Sanchez on the mound for the Phils. Um, I, last start for me just felt like a, a weird outing more than an antenna being raised. Uh, I know the final stat line doesn't look great. I believe it was six earned or five earned. Um, but it's not – I thought he pitched better than that. So I, I'm anticipating him getting – Back to where he was, um, you know, in that pirate start, and really, you know, ever since he's been back in the rotation, it wasn't a, a major cause for concern. It just felt like a more of a, a blip in the radar than anything. So Chris Sanchez on the mound tomorrow night against Dallas Keuchel. The Minnesota Twins coming to town to take on the Phils, and, and again, they are in first place because they are in the NL Central. They are not a very good baseball team. They are closer to 500, in my opinion. Um, you know, they, they've got some pieces out in the bullpen like Duran. But, I mean, this is, again, a series. You're at home. The vibes are high. Team's playing well. City's all in. I expect the crowds to get back to where they've been for a majority of this season this this, this weekend. Um, and it's Dallas Keuchel, again. I, I can't make that, that statement more more than I can. It's Dallas Keuchel. Let's go take care of business tomorrow night. Either way, that's going to do it for me. I'll be back tomorrow leading you into the game uh, with leading off, and I will also be doing the post-game show as well, reacting to it all down at Citizens Bank Park. Tucker Bagley produced the program tonight. Sean Bell's coming up next here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.